So a very good evening and uh, welcome along uh, to uh, this week's buying guide to whiskey it is this week Marty. Yes. Uh, do we need a buying guide to whiskey? You most assuredly do Justin. Think, things have changed. Things have moved on apace from the good old days you know. Right so it's not as simple as uh, getting 20 quid off your grandfather and going down the office and uh, buying what you feel like is it? Not anymore. Not as I say, but this is this was basically back in the day it was the only option you had. You know, you went down to the office, you picked up a bottle of bells or or whatever, and uh, you bought it, uh, and that was really the only options you had. So these days, obviously the same as everything else, the, the, the how people buy things has all totally changed, and people are becoming much more informed. They're becoming much pickier. They are. Well, they're really looking for different things. Um, so the days of just wanting to uh, to go and buy a bottle of whiskey, sit sit at home or sit at a, a, go to a party and drink it, but it's kind of totally changed, totally changed. And uh, so I'm here tonight to uh, explain the new, different uh, buying options, what to buy, what it is you're actually paying for, um, the different options of what different amounts of whiskey you can buy uh, and then also what's collectible stuff because there's lots of people uh, wish to collect whiskies and there's there's kind of things that you should look for okay okay now uh where are we going to start uh so uh, are we going to start with in real life or online first well what we're going to do is we're going to start with real life um it used to be you just had an off license, normally attached to a pub. Uh, now you have supermarkets. Supermarkets have come in on the act. Lots of them have their own brands. Um, they don't own distilleries, so what they do is they buy in stock from from other from from actual established distilleries. Uh, but they'll have special offers. They will have uh, supermarket exclusives. Normally they'll have them where they can be a very good price, especially the budget supermarkets, and I'm thinking of Aldi and Lidl, for example. Now, you, you said to me previously that some of these uh, supermarket ones aren't actually too bad for the money. Absolutely not. I'll give you an example. The, the Ben Bracken, the Isla Ben Bracken, Isla being sort of obviously the, the, the I think, the sort of the spiritual homeland of Scotch whiskey. That, that's actually a, a five-year-old Bowmore. Uh, Bowmore is a very well-respected Isla distillery, um, and in some in some regards, certainly for at the price point, the the the, the, the supermarket, the Lidl own brand, the Ben Brighton brand, is better than than what the actual distillery has been releasing. Some of their recent releases haven't been that good, um, and whoever it is is doing the cask selection. Is doing a really, really good job. Really good job. So, again, at the price point, it's it's very good. <laughs> there's no there's no two ways about that. But this was on offer this week. This is from the the West Cork Distillery, as you can see on the label. And this is a virgin oak cask finished at forty three percent. And this was on sale this week in 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 Lidl. Now there was. Two different versions of it in, uh, up here in the north. Uh, in the south, there were there was three uh, different versions. 
basically just released as a, a kind of as an exclusive in the supermarket. Really well priced, going like that, going really, really quick. You had to be very quick. I like to thank my good friend Bert for picking this one up for me. <laughs> so I got him, I got him to pick it up for me because uh, by the time I got to uh, my local little, I was gone. So you have to sort of sharp with some of these, you know. Well, Larnians know how to spot spot a bark. <laughs> spot a bark. And, listen, people are people have joined us already tonight. Uh, Stanley Sung has joined us. Hi to you, uh, uh, Trevor Watson. Saying hello uh, from Fermanagh. But Sean O'Neill is rightly pointing out that West Cork is used for supermarket branded whiskey. Yes, that's what we're we're talking about first tonight. It's the Buyer's Guide and. Is the supermarket stuff any good? And some of it ticks all the boxes. Some of it, put it like this, the, the supermarkets, they buy such huge volume that they're able to sell it at a reasonable price. The margins aren't probably that good. But you can pick up some really good bargains. You can pick up some really good bargains in supermarkets. Again, it's not probably the best place to buy the quality stuff, but it's, it's certainly an option. You know, you can go in and pick it up and it's... it's they, they have a better range now than they would have done a few years ago. So that's the that's the supermarkets. Now, off-licenses, you have the big off-license chains where they, they basically sell the same, pretty much the same stuff. You know, they don't tend to have a massive variety of whiskies. They'll, they, they'll have tie-ins with the distributors and stuff. So the, the range of the, 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 the bigger wine marks and this kind of thing they can be okay but probably not great uh, to be honest because they tie up with the wholesalers and distributors the independent or the specialist ones are where you would really get the good stuff where you would really get stuff that is real top quality you will pay for it that's fair enough but now, those sort of independent off-licenses they're few and far between now they kind of are, but there are still some of them about. Uh, and I'm thinking if you're in Dublin, certainly the the, the, the Celtic Whiskey Shop down there, down near Marion Square. Uh, I'm trying to think of the address, Lincoln Place, I think. You um, you have uh, the, the the vineyard in Belfast, up the Ormo Road, the Friend at Hand uh, down near the Duke of York. Uh, I'm thinking of Sipsters over in White Abbey. I've mentioned them a few times. Uh, Wine Pig online uh the the lincoln whiskey shop the royal mile whiskey shop these are national ones who will send them across and they have fabulous ranges they a lot of them will have uh independent bottlers that you can't buy anywhere else other than in these shops so the likes of caden heads which is an independent bottler they will have whiskies that you just can't get in any other shop and they'll tend to be slightly quirky Again, you're going to pay for it, but it's a little bit special. So this, the independents, there are plenty of them about. You just need to maybe go a little bit out of your way to go and get them, you know? Okay. Uh, now, uh, the questions are coming thick and fast tonight already. Um, I don't know whether you've got the laptop on there or not, but because uh, the signal is going up and down like Bellio here. We're down to one bar now at the minute, but uh, uh, we've we've been asked a couple of questions. You're maybe going to answer them later on tonight, uh, as this is a buyer's guide. Uh, Frank Heron has asked, uh, 
how do you feel about investors buying whiskey? Is it not made to be drunk and enjoyed? Yes, we'll come to that a little bit later on. We'll come to that a little bit later on about uh, investing in whiskey and stuff. Uh, as I say, we'll, at the minute, we'll just talk, we'll just do the where you can buy it just for the minute and we'll get back to that a little bit later on. Okay, okay, okay we'll come back to that. No noted. Uh, if you want to get involved, remember to comment, like, and share. Go on the, the main ulstrawhiskey.com uh, Facebook page. Uh, you can comment, like, share, and interact on that page, whereas if you post uh, a message on another uh, repost, we don't necessarily get to see it. Actually, we, we don't unless we'll look later on, and it goes that many places, this because you're, you're talking two, 3,000 people watching this during the week. I can't look up all the things. Are you in something different tonight, too? I'm in something different tonight, too. It's that summary feeling tonight. Yes, yes. I'm on the Guinness. All right, uh, that's just a, a, a little, uh, a, a little vodka and, and and lemonade there tonight. It's very, very summery tonight. I don't know about you, but it's it's uh, it's in the heading towards the 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 mid double figures tonight here. Oh, it's got a bit cooler it's, now. It's very close, you know. It's not sort of sticky, clammy. It's not very pleasant today at all, you know. Well, listen, we've had another question. We'll maybe we'll, we'll maybe point out that if you if you do. Uh, put a question in terry donnelly has it appears on screen like this here and we can answer it now this is this is a thing that i seen uh last night in the the bushmills virtual banquet thing uh why did they stop making bushmills irish honey i hear it was expensive to make it was a lovely tipple i i must agree with terry it it is a lovely tipple yeah i i don't know why it'll be a commercial decision they probably weren't selling that much of it to be honest, it wouldn't have been my cup of tea, but I don't have a sweet tooth, so it's not wouldn't be my thing. But they probably pulled it because the sales weren't great. Um, the one thing that they Bushmills really used to do well was the the, the Irish cream. Um, Diageo, when they had it, they basically pulled the Irish cream because it was so good that uh, it was a sort of threat to Bailey's, to be honest, and and they. Yeah. they they bought it and they sort of pulled it, but the honey one—it would be a commercial decision. And that's unfortunately, Terry. That's that's why they've done that. You know. Uh, okay. Okay. So uh, back to tonight, uh, the to buying guide to whiskey. Now online, you you have obviously Amazon selling everything. Amazon sells everything under the sun. I know a few people who who, who thought that buying. Alcohol online was illegal. It's not. You can't do it in the UK. You can't do it in the US. Obviously, they're very strict about uh, buying whiskey and stuff over there. Well, I actually know the answer to this, Marty. Uh, way back in 1994, 1995, I did my dissertation on Northern Ireland small business internet users. And actually, I think one of the first, if not the first, online uh, retailer uh, for booze was in Northern Ireland. Oh my God, Innovative as well. Innovative as well. Now, when you're buying online, there are lots of specialist uh, whiskey shops that basically they sell other spirits, but they're budgeting themselves, they're pitching themselves as as whiskey specialists. So you have um, a couple of local ones as well, but Amazon, Amazon do they do what Amazon do? Every so often they've got an absolutely fabulous offer. You know, you'll you'll pick up a bottle of Red Breast Twelve for about thirty. And I know loads of people that are very anti Amazon, 
but you don't look a gift horse in the mouth, you know, you, you just can't. But <laughs> so you have to keep aware of that too. But if you go to um, Drinks Direct, uh, Masters of Malt, I got an order through from them the other day, uh, the Whiskey Exchange and Irishmalts.com, they kind of specialise in Irish whiskies. So they're a fairly new, they're not, they're not open that terribly long, but they have um, really good range and you can buy a couple of whiskies there that are, they'll be, they'll be hard, you would be hard to find in other places. So Irish malts, uh, malt masters, uh, or master of malt, sorry. Uh, there's a few other ones as well. These these will have very good selections and well worth checking those out. Now, now, Mari, you're getting criticised tonight. You know the way we did the thing, the special on the glasses the other week there, uh, the, the glass makes a whiskey, right? You're ready for this, right? This, yeah, right. Is, this is this is Brona uh, in uh, Londonderry, Derry Stroke City, the Northwest Void side. She is saying, you have to pour Guinness. Brona, Brona, it's only Guinness. It doesn't have to be too much <laughs> respect. It's pretty much perfect whatever way you want to have it. As I said, you can have whatever you want, whatever way you like it. I like Gareth. And David Woodhouse is saying is, why is Marty drinking his Guinness from the tin? Get a glass. There you go. <laughs> that's as you've been told. That's what as you've been told. But no, I I do love I don't chill my Guinness either. I, I can't for the life of me understand why people chill it. In the absence of a draft Guinness, it's it's uh, yeah. And that, I can't wait to go and get a pint of draft Guinness. Honestly, honestly, it just. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. It doesn't, it doesn't really do it justice. Uh, Alistair minutes. He, he's actually not. He's just saying evening, gents. Missed last week. Alistair, uh, if you look down below us, scroll down. Get, get a twelve-year-old. Well, actually, get somebody over eighteen because this is about booze. Get a twelve-year-old. <laughs> scroll down that way. So pull up and scroll down, and you'll find the video down below us there. Yeah, it's it's like it's a repeat. It's you know? a, oh my, get us some catch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called catch up or plus. It's actually pl not plus one. It's called plus one week or <laughs> or, or twenty four times seven or whatever it is. So no, <laughs> listen, uh, Brona, 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 Brona sent the boys down to get you. She's saying, "Wise up, Marty." <laughs> I think Brona's. Bro's two boys do jujitsu and they come they come down and beat up Malamina folk all the time. So um, <laughs> when her, her boy was out beating up Malamina folk, I had to take her out and get her to climb slamish. <laughs> all right. Very good, very good. Uh, listen, we've, we've been asked other questions, so remember this if I forget it, because that many come in that I, I, I sometimes don't get back, back to them. Julie Mason is saying, she's saying, are there certain whiskey brands that increase in value over others? So we, we'll we'll come back to the investment later on. I think is the answer to that. Yeah, that later on. Um, I want to sort of talk a bit at the minute about what it is, where, where you can buy these things, and then move on to what it is you're buying, and then sort of finish up with the investing and collectible stuff and whatnot. Now, so we done off license supermarkets online. The big one that's growing really, really quick now is auctions. People have been trading whiskey at auctions now for, for a period of time, 
Uh, and it's got to a point now in 2018 that over $50 million of whiskey was bought at auction. Yeah, so this is a, a, an area now where you can you can spend an awful lot of money. Uh, but there's lots of stuff pops up that's really reasonable value um, for things that are a bit different, things to try, aren't going to be hugely expensive. Uh, what I'm really thinking about there is uh, some old bottles, maybe from the 1980s, 1990s. You pick those up for about 30, 40 pounds, and they're not that expensive. And it's nice to have something that is different, something kind of unique. Certainly, you'll probably not have tasted it, except if you did taste it 30, 40 years ago. As so we have something that you can compare with something today, uh, you can, you know, there's lots of these now being traded. Um, so it is worth checking out the whiskey auctions. But do remember, if you buy a bottle, you have to pay then pay the auction fees on top of that. You'll have to pay for shipping, and you'll also have to pay insurance. So, yeah. Yeah, I've been hit with the I've been hit with the tax from the states as well. And if you're doing it in the states, then obviously there's that as well. There's lots well, of why do they not take a gift? Why do they why do they not take gift? Come on, even the Chinese take gift. <laughs> uh, yes, but the American people are very honest, Justin. They're very very straight and honest, and and, and so that's why they, they, need they need a good slap. All <laughs> they need to do is take gift, and the IRS doesn't know anything else. Not that I'm casting aspersions on the good people of, of the Republic of China either, but what I'm saying, <laughs> but no, that, there's lots of auction sites locally, uh, certainly within the UK and Ireland, that you can pick up, pick up decent bottles. Um, if you want to add to a collection or whatever, you can look at bottles that are vintage bottles. Bottles are expensive. Uh, possibly buy buy a bottle from. I don't know the, the year your daughter was born, or you know that kind of thing, which makes yes. it nice, you know. Yep, that's that's a, that's a that's a lovely a lovely idea. Uh, you know, uh, we're getting lots more questions, and we'll run through some of these, Marty, because uh, we're, okay. we're uh, Alistair Minister says. I'll have a wee look out for last week's. Thank you very much for that, Alistair. Yes, I'm just just telling you they're all on there. Uh, been on a journey tonight. Glenn Scotia, 19-year-old. Bushmills, 21-year-old. Uh, Kingsbarn Dream to Dram. And now the Aldi, 26-year-old Irish Reserve. What about that for selection? That's a star star lineup. Alistair, you're doing really well there. Um, I, I, Glenn Scotia is... All the Campbelltown whiskies are fabulous. I think they're absolutely... They're so underrated. Um, yeah, fa fabulous. King's Barn... I tried King's Barn. Uh, sorry, um, what King's Barn did I try last year? Uh, very banana, very very like sort of uh, rich, thick banana. It's lovely. It's really, really, really good too. Um, the twenty-six-year-old Irish Reserve from Aldi. Well, it's a single malt, so it comes from Bush Mills. Mm -hmm. So the twenty-six-year-old Bush Mills for I think it was forty forty-five pound. No brainer. No brainer. You know. Yeah. Super. 
Super. I think Alistair must live in Donica D. That looks like Donica D uh, lighthouse there. Uh, and obviously, they never built the arch over to the other pier. That's why the pier is is disconnected from the the rest of it. Uh, they're getting a camera obscura in uh, in Donica D. You know, there's one opening up at the, at the folly. Don't know that. Yeah, there you go. Looking forward to that when we when this lockdown is finally over. This is like week twelve, and it's it's like being locked in the Big Brother house, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, I've I've made more phone calls to people in the, the last twelve weeks than I have in the last twelve years. I seem to spend my entire life with the phone stuck in my ear, you know. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Where, where are we? I was talking about where you buy. So as I say, auctions auctions are a good place to buy if you want something a bit unusual or you want to start a collection. Um, but just do remember about the fees because you can pay, you can buy a bottle that you think is quite reasonable, but once the fees and stuff come on, uh, it, does, it does churn up. So it does. And, and these, these auctions, there are online exclusively ones, but there's ones that are... Uh, auction houses, and they also have online bidding as well now, don't they? They can, yeah. So, so the likes of um, uh, Victor Me auctions and that kind of thing, uh, they occasionally they'll have uh, even just a few bottles in a, in a general auction, uh, and then the likes of the big guys, you know, like Christie's and, and Sotheby's, they will do just an exclusive whiskey auction, but do be. Do be put off by the price <laughs> because it's just—I mean, some of these things are unbelievable prices. Unbelievable prices. <laughs> oh boy! So, so some of some of the messages tonight, Marty. I mean, we should actually put put this out on on uh, Twitter as memes. Uh, listen. Uh, David Graham says, if you insist on in drinking Guinness directly from the can, can the exorcist will have to pay you a visit to relieve you of your whiskey? Drink it from the can again for badness. This, this, this is the exorcist. This is this is um, the man who makes all my spirits disappear. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been speaking to him for a number of weeks now, but uh, David, you can come over anytime. Anytime you can come down. Now, Alistair is saying... Uh, the spring bank is um, is amazing. I cannot tell people enough. If you've never been to Springbank and tried some of the spring the spring bank, the whole the whole of Campbelltown is really really good on its own. But Springbank's fabulous stuff, and it ticks all the boxes for for people who who are a bit of whiskey nerds like myself. Uh, they do but the most modern thing in Springbank's the the light bulbs. Everything's still done by hand. It's just, I mean, it's it's just ridiculous to be honest. It's, they haven't modernised in any way, and the stuff they make's just super lovely, creamy most of the time. They do uh, the Hazelburn, which is essentially a, 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 it's basically an Irish whiskey if you like, and then, and then they do the Kilcairn and that kind of stuff, and it's just amazing. It's just fabulous. Long row is their their peated one, and it's really heavily peated, but it doesn't it doesn't have that chemical taste that some of the, the island ones do. That's that is fabulous. Yep, absolutely agree. Yes, no, no. Uh, you were mentioning. Going to move on and talk about what it is you're actually buying when you buy a bottle of whiskey. 
Now, I want to go to some of the, the, to demonstrate, the, the questions first, Marty. I'm going to use this, a bottle of the Pogues, which I bought the other day, a single malt um, from the legendary barn. Now, I opened this the other day, took a little one out of it, and, uh, well, at uh, least said sooner spended, I think, probably the best way of putting that. Uh, now, tax on whiskey. When you buy a bottle of whiskey, this was £22. So can't really expect very much from it. Anyway, when you buy a bottle of whiskey in the UK, um, you have to pay your alcohol duty. Now, the way it's charged is it's charged at a price per litre of pure alcohol. So this is at 40%, and it's a 70 CL bottle. So by the time you do the calculations out, Eight pounds and four pence in tax on alcohol tax just on this bottle, but then you have to add on. And sorry, in in the Republic of Ireland, it's forty two euros fifty seven cents. So when you buy this bottle, you then have to pay twenty percent tea on the top. Of it. Uh, in the Republic, it's twenty three percent. So, all the taxes on this, that's £10.50 for this one bottle in tax. So, if you imagine this bottle's filled, you're paying to about here this, this tax. Now, from what's left, I mean, it's almost half the price of this. I mean, £11.50 uh, is what has to be the bottle, the design, the transportation. The manufacturing, people's wages, the, 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 all of that all has to come out of that £11.50. And the, 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 the from Master of Malt. So, Master of Malt have to make a profit on it. The pubs will be getting a kick out of it. And I think it comes from West Cork. Um, I think that's probably where, where it comes from. But uh, it's, I mean, spirit tax raises well in excess of £3.5 billion a year in the UK. Which is more than our passenger duty, to give you an idea. Wow. Yeah. So, as I say, people talk about you know petrol and, and the taxes that are on fuel and so on and so forth. Tax on spirits is really, really, really punitive. Really punitive. Uh, the Republic of Ireland have the second highest spirits tax in, in Europe, um, after Finland. Most other countries that is much cheaper, much cheaper. Um, so again, it's you're buying a bottle of £17-£18. You have to remember £10.50 of that is tax. So how good's the quality of spirit going to be? You know, you do have to think it's probably not. You do have to think about it. Put it like this, if you're buying a bottle at £17 or £18, the quality of spirits probably not going to be that good. If you buy a bottle at £25-£26, the next container, but it's probably, you know, they have a lot more play in, in terms of cask selection and making a profit out of this. So if, if you're going for sort of £25, it's probably a better investment than the, the, the stuff at the cheaper end. I'm not saying that the stuff at the cheaper end, if that's what you like, that's what you like. 
but it would it is worth putting an extra few pound to it, and and you're getting an awful lot better quality spirit, you know. So, as I say, about half of this bottle is tax. That's all it is. Um, but I, I tasted this the other day, and uh, well, I wasn't overly impressed to say the least. Um, yeah, I, I always this preferred Kirsty McCall. This myself. is a Kruger and Greer. Um, and because this is at fifty six percent, okay, this is at fifty six percent. There's even more tax on this because I, because of the way it's calculated out. Um, it, it's charged as the amount of alcohol. So there's over eleven pound. You know, there's there's about eleven pound fifty the tax on this one bottle. Um, but for me, it seems high. <laughs> it just seems it seems very punitive. Um, especially whenever you consider in the, the whiskey trade in Scotland generates almost six billion pounds a year for the Scottish economy. It's a huge. I mean, it only has what five and a half six million people in Scotland. Fantastic. Now, tell me this. Uh, 40 quid, you would share that two of them. For 40 quid, I should have got what? Two of them. For 40 quid for what? What did I say? That was the special Oh, well, that was that was a few years ago. But uh, don't forget, I had to send away. I had to get a, a girl to pick me that up in uh, in England. Send because we don't have all the up here, Justin. And by the time I was all the way to England, not there. <laughs> you know. Here's what's happening. I've got a lot of here. Two of my. I have a 13. I think I maybe have a 13. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of having a, a whiskey from sort of the year that you're. Was born. If you don't open it, it never goes off, you know. So if you have a, a you know, a twenty-one-year-old whiskey and buy it, buy it for their birthday kind of thing, you know, I, I like that. It's a, it's a bit of the nerd in me, you know. Now, now, where, are where are we? Now we've sort of covered the, the, the price. Now, obviously, the price of the, the, the whiskey is really going to be dependent on the. the the tax is a factor of it, plus all the economic factors of production. When I've said this before, but it does need to be sort of reiterated every so often. The longer a whiskey's kept, the less of it you have. So you have to pay for the cask. And some of the casks, for real good quality casks, uh, you can pay a, a, a fair whack of money. You know, you're talking. You could be talking thousands of pounds for for real top quality cask. You have to pay the insurance. You'll have to pay the security on it. You'll have to pay, um, you know, provide fire protection because obviously if it catches fire, it, it's a disaster. And all of those costs are annual costs, and you're getting less and less and less every year. So it's kind of it's almost like an exponential thing. That the more the longer you keep it, 
the less of it you have. Now, occasionally you'll see whiskies that are really aged and they're bottled at like 41.4%. And the reason that they've bottled it at that is because if it dips below 40%, it's useless. It's not, you can't have it. It's not actually whiskey anymore. It has to be 40% above. So occasionally, and this happens an awful lot more in Scotland than it does in Ireland because they don't tend to have very old whiskies in Ireland. Uh, there only has very little of it. Um, so you'll see ones at like 40, 41.5%. Um, but the reason they've bought it is they can't keep it any longer. But these tend to be quite expensive because of, because of the age value of them. Okay. Now, buying sizes of whiskey. You can buy miniatures. Now, I bought this. What you do is, if you don't want to buy a full bottle, uh, some of the, the the online guys, and even some of the bars now, uh, who have their own brand of whiskey, their own bottling of whiskey, you can buy these miniatures. It's just little ones from the Tipperary distillery. Um, what is it called? Knock uh, knock me downs. So you can buy one of these, and and it's sealed with wax at the top because miniatures tend to leak quite a lot. Um, I'll just open this actually. And I'll have this. So you tend you can try one of these without buying a full bottle. I think this was maybe like six quid or something. Surely that so it's not very expensive. Forty seven percent. So it's not very expensive. You get to try a whiskey, see whether or not you like it. If you do like it, happy days. You can uh, then then buy a bottle. Um, so it's nice to be able to do that. Uh, and if you go on to, as I say, the likes of Masters of Malt, uh, they they give you a fairly healthy range of stuff that they will put into that themselves. Obviously, you can buy the little 50 milliliter uh, miniatures. Most distilleries have some of these at, at the distillery. So if someone buys you that, for example, and brings it over, you have them. But do be careful if you want to keep them for a long time. The, the seals on those are tend not to be as good and they tend to leak quite badly. So you'll see the, the neck fill going down quite drastically. So if you buy the, the, the ordinary miniature with a little metal cap, probably don't keep it too long. Um, because it will start to go down quite rapidly. The likes of that with the wax seal on the top, that's that that could keep you could keep that because it's sealed in so well. So you can buy the miniatures. You can also buy obviously full bottles, half bottles, etc. etc. Now we were talking earlier on about uh investing in whiskey. What you can do is you can buy it all the way up to a full cask, a full cask of whiskey from a distillery. Lots of the distilleries, when they are starting off, obviously they need a revenue stream, they need money to come in. And what they'll try and do is they try and sell off some casks. Now, some of these can be, well, they can, they, they can be quite expensive, um, but you will own your own cask. So there's... If you go online, there's a few of them that are doing this um, currently. Some of the new startup Irish whiskies, um, and they're the ones that, that they're offering you a cask. You buy it, and then it, 
they keep it down there and they age it. Now you can, some of them have uh, different uh, spirits. You can have a pot style or a single malt or, or, or uh, that kind of thing. Uh, then you put it into whatever cask that they offer and they'll put it down for you. There's a few things you have to be very wary of. Um, if you buy a cask, you will have to pay VAT on it when it comes time to, for you to use it, okay, whenever you want to, 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 to bottle it or whatever. When they sell you the cask, that is literally them just selling you the liquid in the cask. Again, every year it's, it's held in bond and it has to be held in their warehouse. It loses the two percent. So after Would ten you years, you probably have lost about fifteen percent of, of the volume. Uh, so of it, so you take it. It's a two hundred liter cask. You'll have lost about thirty liters in in ten years. I'll give you an example. Uh, there's a couple of distilleries, the Irish ones, that are selling on their sites, uh, and they're about six thousand euro. Um, for two hundred liters. When it comes to you bottling it, you'll have to pay for the bottling. You'll have to pay for the label. Uh, you'll then have to pay VAT on that if you want, if you when you buy it. Uh, you'll also have to pay if you want to sell it in the bottles. You need a whole range of licenses, um, but they can be. They can be a great thing for you to, to, to label. You can know, buy it for a wedding present or something like that. Um, you could potentially sell it to like an independent bottler uh, in the barrel, etc., etc. But do keep in mind that it will prove quite expensive, but the, the price per bottle will come down. Price per bottle will go down probably about twenty-five pounds a bottle. From a two hundred liter cask, you'll probably, if you bottle it at forty percent, you'll probably get around two hundred and something bottles out of it. Now, I bear with me. Have a cask sitting down, as you can see, down in Eckmanville, Dunville's. I own cask. One three five five. Now it's got the little seal and it's signed by the, the owner and the master distiller. So I have that down there. Uh, it's a pot still, um, and it's it's in a uh, bourbon cask. It's only been there a year. I bought it last year. Um, it'll be. I'll probably not bother worrying too much about it for a, a considerable period of time but the reason I bought it I think Eggmanville will be one of the I, th I think it's going to be an extremely good collectible whiskey I love what they do, I've said that many many times so I think it's it's, a, it's an investment I, I probably would have it and can sell the cask if you get a really good cask and you want to sell it to an independent bottler at some point in the future, you could make reasonably good money. You could really make good money. But um, 
it's a chance you take. It's the same as every other investment, you know. No, Marty. What do you think? Could it be more? What's going to be more transparent? What? There's only still ways to tell you that you know they make it clear that this is what you'll have to pay. But there's a headline figure of what you buy. And it's the same as everyone else. People read the head, see the headline, maybe don't just look at it. If you think you're going to bottle it and then sell it, uh, you, you'll need you need all the all range of licenses to do that. You know, not just anybody can sell sell alcohol. You know, um, so just it's just something to be wary of. I have my bottle sitting or my cask sitting down there. I've no idea what I'm really going to do with it. Um, but it's just sitting down there and it's aging away nicely. You know, aging away. Okay, another way of investing in whiskey, or another way of buying whiskey and investing in it is they have a pretty unit trust with this stuff. Now. And some of these some of these make Fairly big claims, you know, you can make 15 to 20% per year, all this kind of stuff. Be very wary of all of that. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm always highly skeptical when I see an ad and all it says is <clears throat> 10, 15, 20% return. No. Um, there is plenty of money to be made at it, but it's a way of doing it that you, it's the same as everyone else. You really need to trust whoever it is you're going to give your money to um, and really do your homework on it because it can go up as well as down but there are people building uh, portfolios if you like of, of whiskey and whenever you see the price of some of the whiskies well it's not hard to see why you can have you can have bottles if you want to spend £10,000 on a bottle of whiskey you've got an awful lot of choice a huge amount of choice uh, recently I, I got I was uh, told I had the the honor of being put into a raffle uh, where what I would have to do is put a thousand euro deposit down uh, via a credit card and if I was the lucky guy who was chosen uh, the thousand euro would be taken and I would have seven days to stump up another thirty four thousand euro. To, to buy a bottle of Irish whiskey. Um, yeah, needless to say, I didn't bother entering. Uh, I, I didn't think it was, <laughs> I didn't think, at 35,000 euro, I thought it was a bit much. You know? Now, so the unit trust, another thing to be, just to be wary of, if you have uh, a, a whiskey cask, you, you could be subject to capital gains tax as well, so that's another thing you'd have to if you if you do decide to sell it and stuff. So just again, same as everyone else, do your homework. Okay.
can just about hear you. No. Uh, we've had quite a couple of people remember if you want to follow Marty's uh, blog, so that I uh, Sunday Life, so my, my column on the Sunday Life, I review this tomorrow and see what you can see what I think about it. Um, yeah. set this up and they are uh, blunders essentially they they buy stock from other places and, and mix it up and put it together now <laughs> Just not you, just that seems to be the problem. <laughs> you need to buy a decent phone, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Right. Collecting. Certainly, in, in auction, uh, sometimes people have bottles that they've saved up or have sitting about, etc., etc., etc. Kind of what to collect is the same as every other um, collectible. You want to collect stuff that's either rare, uh, stuff that is released annually as sort of special editions and that kind of thing. One of the big things that's collected, certainly in Irish whiskey, is the Middleton Very Rare. Um, they release a bottle of this every year. This is the old style uh, bottle. And it's it's limited edition. It's limited to about 36,000 bottles a year. It's not really all that limited. But uh, as I say, this comes out, it's very collectible. Um, if you had a full collection of this, you would have probably about £60,000 worth of whiskey, probably more than that now. Um, they, they changed the styling of the bottle uh, two years ago. Uh, so it is, it is something that's uh, very collectible. Uh, so, again, 
when you're buying these, there's a few things to look for. You look for the neck fill, where it's filled up to in the neck. And if this starts to go down, if it goes down below here, the, the price of it just drops through the floor, really. This is this is the 2008 bottling. Um, you look for damage on the label. Uh, you want to check and make sure that everything up here is all sealed. Make sure that's perfect. If, and I don't know whether anybody watching this is going to be at the, uh, affected by this, a thing you have to watch out for now is um, copying or, or forgery. Because some of these whiskies now have become so collectible and so valuable, they, there are people now uh, buying the old bottles. If you go on to eBay, you will see old bottles, empty bottles for sale. Uh, and people are buying these filling them with any old nonsense and resealing them to sell that. So if you're getting a real bargain, do do be wary, you know. Same as ever. Yeah. Now I'm going to show you something really special. Right? This is this is, would be the, the sort of the pride of my collection. Okay. This ticks all the boxes for collectible whiskey. Okay, and the good thing is it's Irish. Okay, now this bottle is from the old Cumber Distillery, uh, which closed in 1953. So, this is a seven year old whiskey. So, the latest that this was bottled was 1960. Okay. The neck fills perfect. The label's lovely and crisp and clear. The distillery's closed for for almost seventy years now. Uh, it is the, 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 probably the best and most collectible bottle I have. Uh, when when you're buying stuff like this, you you this need you need to take care of this. This needs to be wrapped up. So I, I normally have it sitting in. In plastic and in bubble wrap, so I've, you're very lucky I've brought this out. Um, it, co it cost a fair bit of money, but it, it's pretty much uh, perfect. These there's not many of these about. Uh, the, as I say, these are <laughs> these are not very collectible uh, or not very common. So I don't know. There hasn't been one of these sold at an auction. Certainly recently, um, so I don't know what it's at. I don't know what it would be, what it would be worth. But this is this is the highlight of my collection. So I I need to keep the label perfect, and obviously the neck fill and stuff has to be a one. So that is really what you're looking to buy. Um, you're looking to buy stuff that is rare. If it's from a closed distillery, very good. If it's um, a special edition, all of these things will affect the price. Certain distilleries command an awful lot higher a price than others. Macallan um, in Scotland is really the big done. It's the daddy of the lot. Lots of collectors from Macallan. The prices that they command are, are huge, 
huge prices. So again, with all the new distilleries coming online uh, in, in Ireland, you'll start to see lots of special editions, one-offs, higher-end stuff. Um, and if you can get your hands on the, the, the first bottlings, you know, the, the, the sort of entry bottlings, the, they're always going to be worth money. So, yeah. Now, I can see Julie is asking, unfortunately in Texas, whiskey cannot be shipped directly to customers. You have to buy it from a store, and I hope that they can order a whiskey you may have an interest in. Yeah, excellent. So is that a state law or an American thing, uh, Little Wolf? Depends on the state. There are quite a few that you can get spirits shipped directly to customers in the US. So I'm finding out that in the US you can, in some states, get stuff shipped over. Um, I think a lot of the time it is, uh, it's probably less common than it would be over here. Um, so there's, so there's lots of um, options, but the. So, I'm sort of struggling to hear you. We've got technical technical issues, Justin. Technical issues. I'm sort of struggling to hear you. <laughs> But uh, no, if, if you do decide to start collecting whiskey, uh, you, you do have lots of ways of doing it, lots of things. That, and what, again, if you're doing it for an investment or to try and make some money, um, it can be quite hard. Uh, because, again, lots of this stuff is getting bought up by by the likes of these unit trusts and stuff. And you can see, you can see where all that's going. Uh, Frank asked earlier on about uh, people collecting whiskey versus people drinking it. It is basically, um, I wouldn't drink that Cumber Ball, uh, mainly because um, the price of it. Um, if I was to try and replace that, I probably couldn't get it. Um, there are a few, I mean, I have a, a first edition uh, Macallan concept in there. I will have a couple of them actually. Um, and it probably doubled in price within no time at all. I have one of them opened. Um, there are things that you can buy that are reasonably well priced. That if you buy 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 a couple of balls, buy a couple or three balls, um, and one you could keep for an investment, one that you can that you can or maybe one or two that you can drink. Um, but the, once you see sometimes just how much they're raising value, uh, you can, it might not be, uh, it might not be, it might not please your significant other <laughs> to, to have opened it up because uh, some of them, some of them do increase quite a lot. Uh, the, the, the like of the Dreamcast, uh, Redbreast Dreamcasts, the, the first one uh, is pretty much tripled in value and it was 500 euros to start with. Um, I'll just see a question. Are there certain whiskies, brands, etc., that increase in value over others? Um, it's the, whatever's really sort of flavour of the month. Uh, Macallan is always collectible. 
people just like the whole brand. They like all of that. Um, the likes of your there's certain releases, maybe more so than brands, that are are more collectible. So Springbank do an annual release. Um, the local barley ones, where they they use the barley from around Campbelltown, and th those are going to always be collectible. Uh, they they get snapped up really quick, and but the price of them increases, and the reason is because people want to have full collections. It's like the Middleton very rares. These always go up in value, um, because there's always people who want the collection and don't always have it, or the guys have started collecting and they're trying to build up their collection. So they always really go up in value. Um, so yeah, there are certain, there are certain bottlings probably better than brands that, that increase in value. Just one about the the first Dingle's Dingle was um, sort of the first of the new wave of distilleries uh, to come online. Um, and when they released their stuff, they released their first bottlings and the prices of them just skyrocketed. Um, there was a few of them come out just in a slew and, and lots of people bought them. Lots of people opened them to drink, to taste this brand new spirit from a new distillery. Um, and the prices of them went through the roof. But it's the same as everything else. The, the, the first issue of something is always going to be worth an awful lot more than issue number seven, unless know, Batman appears in it or something. Do you know what I mean? Unless it's unless it's a really really good bottling or something special about it, it's always going to be the first bottling, the first couple of bottlings that are really going to be where it's at, you know. And yeah, hopefully that's not for a long time, Frank. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that doesn't get opened any time soon. Well, a pleasure talking to you anyway, Justin, my friend, and. Uh, Hopefully we'll we'll get the gremlins sorted out for next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. I'll have to think about that tomorrow. But uh, you're in very good health, um, everybody. I hope you all have a good week and uh, stay safe, okay? So that's me. Bye-bye.